Hi, I'm Greg Schaefer, and welcome to the VCM Quick Strike for Monday, June 13th, 2022. Ransomware continues to be a major concern, and a recent report released by Cyber Reason states that a third of organizations hit by ransomware were forced to close temporarily or permanently. That's the headline, but there's a lot of other great information within the article. Cyber Reason, of course, produces software to help combat ransomware, so just keep that in mind. They surveyed earlier this year 1,400 cybersecurity professionals in the United States, the UK, Germany, France, and other countries, and the report is a result of those surveys. Now, a couple of items of interest. We all know about what can happen when ransomware attacks as far as the primary damage, the lack of access to information and that sort of thing, but it can go way beyond that. From the respondents, 37% said they were forced to lay off employees following an attack. 35% revealed that several C-level executives were forced to resign. And as the title of the article stated, 33% admitted they had to close their business either temporarily or permanently. So Cyber Reason provides a few tips here. And again, making just understanding that cyber reason has some skin in the game here with regards to this because they are of course a vendor that helps prevent uh, ransomware attacks and ransomware damage so they suggest following best practices for cybersecurity setting up multi-layer security defenses or defense in depth use endpoint and extended detection and re response tools that's cdr and xdr make sure that security personnel are accessible that's what I want to focus on for a second. It's important for a little bit later in the podcast. The necessary security staffers should be available at any time of the day, especially during the weekends and holidays. Make sure that all on-call work assignments for security staffers are clear to everyone. Talk about that a little bit more as far as stress and managing stress. Um, Article goes on to talk about running periodic tabletop drills. We're a big proponent of that. Test your lockdown procedures. In other words, have a ransomware playbook. Know what you're going to do when it happens, before it happens. And then look at some other external security options as well. Now, in conjunction with the ransomware issue continuing to rise, Although that it's rising, job cuts hit cybersecurity industry despite surging growth from ransomware attacks. This coming to us from CNBC, and it starts out with a quote from Cyber Reason CEO Lior Div, who noted that, quote, we are not, we were not optimized as a business. And what Cyber Reason has done is, according to this article, they're talking about cutting jobs. It goes on to note that they haven't backed off from their previous hiring plans, but it sounds like that they're not going to go beyond that at this point in time, while other companies, those that, for example, pre-IPO like Deep Instinct, has cut 10% of its salespeople this week. Now, this is rather interesting in the cause and the effect. One would think that if the revenue is increasing from the demand for ransomware solutions, Part of the issue here is that the economy has obviously been a major factor of the stock market. Each one of these companies have lost double-digit percentages, in some cases significantly, into the double digits with regards to value in the stock market. 
And this is likely to have a trickle-down effect as far as hiring goes. And this could also affect compensation with regards to security personnel at all levels, I would imagine. Now, one other interesting item, and I've heard this across the board in other various social media platforms that from RSA, there's been this talk that folks are apparently consolidating security portfolio into, as the article states here, a few essential vendors and cutting elsewhere. So basically trying to consolidate what they're doing, and that could also have an effect down the road as far as which tools are being the most effective for an organization. So ransomware is definitely a major concern for small and mid-sized businesses. And that's really the focus of this podcast is to assist small and mid-sized businesses with ideas and threat awareness and potential trends, but also for education. One thing I came across this morning is a webinar that's coming up this Thursday. It's actually put on by the UK National Cybersecurity Center. It's cybersecurity for small organizations. It's at 11.30 a.m. GMT. So do the math going backwards, if you will. I believe that where I'm at in the central daylight time zone in the United States, that's 6.30 in the morning. It's an hour long. Could be a very interesting resource for small and mid-sized businesses. So I'd encourage you to look and check that out. Now, getting back to one thing I was saying beforehand, as far as the stress of the job, and particularly one of those advice points that CrowdStrike said about security personnel being available 24 by 7, I often talk about how security is a very stressful job. When we do our Tuesday discussions with security personnel, that's one of the things I always ask. Well, it's very stressful. How do you deal with the stress? And a lot of the responses are pretty similar and they can be grouped in some ways all under, well, I need to get away from it for a while. But you need to understand and be able to identify when you're under stress. Now, this doesn't only apply for information security. This is for small and mid-sized business owners as well. Certainly being an entrepreneur in that case is very stressful. And this comes to us from Reef Garden. It's a new resource that I came upon earlier, and I like some of their articles out there as far as health advice. You need to look at warning signs, and a lot of times we tend to ignore it. We put it on the back burner, and the article notes that if we don't understand if we're not healthy, physically, mentally, or emotionally, then we might not be able to work efficiently. So here are four signs that they mentioned, and you think about whether or not that these are signs in your life and your daily routine. First one is that you're always tired. Sleep is one of the most important things for overall health and wellness, and you need to have a very good sleep routine, if you will. Know when you're going to go to sleep, put down the device and all that. Sign number two, you're stressed out all the time. Well, if you're constantly on call and constantly on the defensive, you're trying to defend against cyber attacks or you're 
getting ready for when you have to do an incident response that can be extraordinarily stressful and you need to de-stress. Number three, you're relying on medications to get through the day. Now, this doesn't just mean prescribed stuff. This includes items like caffeine, like coffee, energy drinks. That could be some sort of an issue. I know for some people too that perhaps maybe that would also include alcohol to kind of try to de-stress towards the end of the day. And then number four from the blog post that you're skipping meals. And here's another component about an overall health wellness. You need to constantly eat and you need to eat well and you need to eat in proper portions. Now you might be wondering why I included this in today's quick strike. Got a little personal story to tell you from this weekend and tell you that in 30 seconds. I've always been a coffee drinker from as long as I can remember. Back in middle school, I think I was first introduced into the coffee world with some brand of instant coffee. That was actually what my mother preferred, maybe for the convenience, maybe for the price, maybe for the taste, but she still prefers that to this day. And I remember studying late and working on project. This is middle school, mind you. And drinking coffee. And since then, I have been very much a coffee drinker, a caffeine consumer, if you will. I remember one time my college part-time job at the computing center at the University of Buffalo, a colleague of mine who made a fresh pot of coffee, there was something different about the coffee. It seemed to be more powerful in a way. Well, he made it with caffeinated water. And so that basically just doubled the caffeine. Also during that time, I don't know if it's still around anymore, but there was for a very short period of time before the era of Red Bull and other energy drinks, the original energy drink was something called Jolt. And many of us, I remember freshman, sophomore year, would drink Jolt in order to get through. So all this to say that I've had a pretty much a a relationship with caffeine through coffee delivery for the better part of 40 years. I'm also big on health and trying to improve health wherever possible. And one of the areas that I realized that I could improve my health is to perhaps remove caffeine from my diet. So I tried something this past weekend. I tried just going without caffeine on Sunday. I went out, did a seven-mile run in the morning, felt great, awesome, didn't have my two cups of coffee beforehand, and then after I got home and was relaxing for a bit, as the day went on, I started to get a little bit of a headache, I started to get a bigger headache and a bigger headache. And I'm thinking to myself, what is going on here? I mean, surely it couldn't be just because one day I decide not to have caffeine. Well, apparently that's not the case. Um, Getting headaches is a very common result, symptom of going cold turkey, trying to quit caffeine. So what did I I do to fix that at about four o'clock in the afternoon? I made a cup of coffee. And guess what? It helped dramatically. 
And then I made another cup of coffee and that pretty much kicked the headache out. Now, have I given up on my idea of getting rid of the caffeine habit, the addiction? Because I don't like to be addicted to anything. No, but I've opted for the approach to take it a little bit at a time. I realize that this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. But I also know that at the very least, if I can reduce my caffeine intake, maybe to the point where if I took a day or two off, I wouldn't get a headache really bad several hours later, that that probably would make me a more efficient person, a better worker, and a happier person. So my encouragement to you today is think about the little things that you can do to improve your overall health, because this will not only improve your job and your career, whether that is in the information security, cybersecurity field, or if you're an SMB owner, operator, other employee, because those are very, very, very stressful occupations. But see what you can do to help your health, and I'll have other health tips as I learn them, probably the hard way through experience. So thanks for listening and stay secure.